Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Hey, an unranked team. Welcome to the OEO podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. Unfortunately, we are not joined by our typical co-host. That's Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. But instead, we are joined by everybody's favorite producer, Seth. You can block him on Twitter at Seta5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Seth? You're rolling with the B team today, baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, he Seth has been removed from the payroll for live tweets, I think, based off of the way it went last. Although the game didn't quite turn out the way that the live tweets went. So um, I think he'll be back this week. So we'll see. Uh, Bleachers. What's, what's that? Oh, Bleachers concert Saturday night. What's that? Is that a, is that a band? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, it's an early it's game. A, it's an early game. We're cool. It's an We're early cool. game. You're fine. Uh, the game we're talking about is uh, our two and five Indiana Hoosiers against the four and three Maryland Terrapins. Right now, DraftKings has a line at minus five for Maryland with an over under 49 and a half. Uh, that seems quite high, but um, Maryland's wins again seems like a trend under Loxley so far. This is his third year, I think. Um, starts hot and then just kind of craps the bed from there. So a win, surprising win, maybe over a decent West Virginia team. Not a good one, a decent one. Wins over Howard, Illinois, Kent State, and then they hit the real schedule. Lost to Iowa, got blown out by Iowa, actually. Um, lost to Ohio State and lost to Minnesota last week. So this game this week will be on BTN, our first BTN game of the season, second BTN game of the season. I was at the Idaho game. I assume that one was on BTN. Um, 12 o'clock kick at the originally named Maryland stadium. Uh, looks like it should be good weather. 62 degrees, partly cloudy for what it's saying right now. Uh, previous meeting last year was the Penix ACL game. IU won 11 to 27. IU leads the all-time series. One of the very few on the schedule. Hey, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Seven to two with three straight W's. Um, so yeah, Maryland, have you seen them much? I, I watched the Iowa game. Did you watch watched, that game? Yeah, that was when Demas got hurt and they got blown oh, yeah, out. And you it told was, me about that. And I was like, yeah, they're they're not good. They've played yeah. cream puffs. Well, I mean, aside from West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I've not watched any of them, but I'm assuming they're exactly like they were last year, except minus their biggest playmaker now. So um, not a whole lot of news to go over. Uh, other than the fact Trayvon, Mel Trayvon Mullen becomes the third Mullen brother to make an appearance in the army all-american game he was officially announced this week um pretty good stuff coming out of 
his uh his breakdown at least from like a national perspective so that's pretty cool um no press highlights i didn't did i watch i didn't watch it i didn't want to watch it after watching um sunday and then you know watched a little bit of the radio thing today it's same story so uh upset about the offensive line upset about the offense pretty much just trashed the entire game last week so not a whole lot to listen to so uh let's get into breaking down maryland a little bit uh seth do you want to say his name i don't is it talia you know i'm awful at this to his brother to his brother yeah perfect um actually having a decent game i think he might have been it might have been one of those anti-jinx or decent season it might have been one of those anti-jinxes from brandon um he's averaging about 293 yards per game which is 18th in the country has nearly 2,000 yards throwing the football this year, 15 touchdowns, 71% completions, but the bad part, eight interceptions. He turns so, the ball over. Yeah. So, and and hopefully that's a good thing for our defense. It'll be nice to see somebody who's pretty turnover prone. We haven't seen, trying to go back through, um, I don't think we've seen a quarterback that's been reckless with the football. Year. No, not even so, the Idaho quarterbacks. Yeah. So um, one of the top in the country in yards and touchdowns, I think he's, what did I say, 18th in the country yards per game, but struggles yep. with interceptions. Um, he's like in the lower 90s, I think, in the country. Um, the run game, same story, really, since they, they got rid of uh, – where they lost, I'm trying to think. They used to have like a guy who was number five. Is that Penny – no, Penny Boone is still there. He's a monster. He's like number 11, I think. Uh, he was really good. Either way, I think he was in the NFL. McFarland. McFarland. That's him. Um, I don't know where I pulled that from. Well, that's it. That's it, though. He was he was good. But since then, that's been two or three years now, and it's been kind of the same old story. They do average 128 yards per game on the ground, uh, but nobody really sticks out. I think Fleet Davis is kind of their biggest running back back there with Fama Tau, Fama two. I don't know, whatever. Sure, I'm nodding. <laughs> That's the other guy that that kind of a two-headed backfield. I think we may see a little bit of Penny Boone. Um, if you remember him from last year, he's kind of like the I don't know, like the Tyler Nati, like the big beast of a running back that's back there. So can we make the joke? Sure. His name's Penny, but he's built like a nickel. Is that a thing? This is dead air. Okay. Oh, I'm getting a golf clap. All okay. right. That's what well we That was good. Um, so no Demas, no problem, right? For their for their wide receivers. So Dante Demas was, and I'm just making this up on the fly because sorry, I got, that that groan was me reliving the injury, just oh, so you know. Yeah, I didn't see it. And if you guys want to go see it, we're not gonna put it on the Twitter account, but no. Um you should go take it out, take a look if you can deal with like squeamish stuff, but it was not good. Um, Dante Demas is on a roll before he got hurt. Uh, let me get his stats real quick. 28 catches, 507 yards, three touchdowns. Now let's just do a quick comparison. So again, 28 catches, 500 yards, three touchdowns. Our number one receiver has 34 catches, 387 yards and one touchdown. This guy did it through Don't. four games. <laughs> What's that? I was going to say, don't do it. I was no. shaking my head. No, I knew no. where you're going with this. Yeah. So he did it through four games. Um, yeah. So he was on pace. He was on pace to set. I'm assuming 
again, assuming just set records all over the place. Um, so the only real guy that kind of stands out is Raheem Jarrett, uh, 20 catches on the season. The only other player that has, well, he has 26, I think only other player that has more than 20 catches on the team. Now, now while we're doing this, because it's always going to come back to bite me in the butt at some point, I will take a look to see who their tight end is and why he's six foot eight and athletic and goes for record breaking yardage against us this week. So if I remember from the preseason podcast, they have a bunch of young, young tight ends who aren't quite ready yet, but they're, they're going to be good in a couple of years. I am not sure we can say young, young tight ends on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's the B team. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, just real quick, I, maybe the line went up a half a point since I started talking, but it, Caesars has it at, at five and a half, just real quick. Um, you want to know why they have it at that? Well, we'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, defensive stuff, real quick. They do have a decent uh, corner. Man, we talked about him. Go back and listen to the preview pod um, from before the season started, and we, we touched on him quite a bit. Um, their defense is not great, statistically at least allowing 29.7 points per game, which is 96th in the country, 77th in the country in rushing defense, and 88th in the country in passing defense. Tareeb Still. That's not who I was thinking of. Oh. <laughs> That's the one who we talked about in the... No, we talked about this dude, too. Hold on. I'll get it real quick. But uh, Nick Cross. That was the safety, okay. Nick yep. Cross, the safety, yep. yeah. Leader in tackles and interceptions, 41 tackles, which seems very low compared to if you think about like McFadden, but uh, 41 tackles and two picks. I don't think anybody on IU has two interceptions. So at least he's got us on that part of it. Um, Back to the pod here real quick. Um, Yeah. We're already to the promo time guys. Super fast through that front part. Whenever we don't have Brandon over here, jinxing us the entire time would be great. So uh, real quick promo code or promo for MTC, I'll get to the promo code here in just a second. MTC, Monon Track Club, is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop their sick gears from shirts to hoodies to koozies. And as a thank you to our listeners, they are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10, that's LEO10, at checkout. Now, Let's get on to IU players to watch Seth. All right. I'm going to set on offense. I'm going to set you up on this one. All right. Cause this is a question. I I've Googled it. I don't have an answer. Who's the starting quarterback. No idea. Zero idea. Um, They've done a very good job of like keeping Tuttle's injury out of anything. Um, It doesn't sound good. I don't think he'll start. I think it'll be Donovan McCauley. Um, who is my my player to watch? Uh, it, it should be no big deal. You know, a true freshman getting his first true start on the road in the Big Ten. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Ideal. Yeah, and I just want to see some consistency from him in the passing game. He's got an arm. He's got a cannon. He's 6'5". He's built like a brick truck. He can run the football. He's going to be good. It's just, does it happen now? Like say Williams at Oklahoma, or does it happen down the road? Like the majority of quarterbacks in the country. So who are you looking at? All right. I apologize profusely for this guy. Sometimes Uh, 
I'm a I'm a Stephen Carr fan. Nice. I like him. He got shut down last week. You know, we still don't really have an offensive identity in the run game, which you know, what are we eight, seven games, eight games in the season now, mm-hmm. and did not have that has to be frustrating. Um, but you got to get something out of your workhorse running back on the road in the Big Ten. This is when you lean on a running game. You pray, you hope, you scrap that the offensive line has something to give uh, and just gives him enough crease to to get somewhere near 100 yards, keep the defense off the field, and really play a ball control game. Yeah. Just to give a a kind of a breakdown of his conference running, he's averaging 2.7 yards per carry against the Big Ten. Yeah. Only 173 yards total against the conference and 60 that's on 63 attempts with one touchdown. He does hold the only, well, I guess we scored one last week. So never mind. That was going to say the, well, I guess the only rushing touchdown so far in the big 10 um, is for him. So uh, he does do pretty well in the away games. He does average 3.7 yards per carry, two touchdowns, which most of that came against Western Kentucky. So um, on defense, who are you watching? All right. So to uh the offense, Mike Loxley, to uh, the combination is going to be able to move the ball a little bit. A little bit. Uh, yeah. that, that, that's going to be something we have to take for granted. And the one thing that Tua does better than, sorry, Tua's brother, uh, that's so hard. Uh, <laughs> Talia. Talia does better than a lot of other quarterbacks. As he extends plays. He's mobile. He can definitely, uh, you know, make moves outside of the pocket. So seeing what the defensive line you know, I'm not going to single out any specific players here, but, uh, you know, can Handy and Anderson get off the edge? Can uh, Sia, Elliot, uh, Kramer plug up the middle, limit any kind of, you know, outside runs, any kind of extensions where uh, the play breaks down and, you know, you just can't cover a guy for five seconds. Um, so that's, that's my, that's what I'm looking at. Can you get pressure? Can you contain him? Can you make him a pocket passing quarterback? And if so, I think your chances go up a little bit. Yeah. Just looking at like last year, they really outside of one. And then at the very end of the game, we gave up a touchdown with three minutes left. Um, outside of two drives, they were over 40 yards. That's it. I was going to say this team does not scream big play offense. There's creative, they're quirky. They do some things well, yeah. but I don't see them chunking you 40, 50 yards, you know, for yeah. big over the top plays. And Tua was not, not good last year. 17 and 36, 200. We did it again. Yards. Talia. Oh, oh, sorry, Talia. Dang it. <laughs> Talia, not very good last year. Uh, Tua wasn't good last year in his, in my defense as well. So um, in the NFL, uh, 17 to 36, 241 yards. He averaged six yards per completion, but one touchdown, three interceptions and a quarterback rating of 22. So, Outside of that first drive, which uh, Demas was huge for them on that drive, I think they went 78 yards and missed a field goal. That was it. Game was over from there. So um, hopefully some of the same would be nice. So on defense, I'm looking at Mullen and Taylor. He keeps hinting, he being CTA, keeps hinting at them being back, hoping they're back, hoping they're back. I guess Mullen was close and played a little bit on Saturday. Um, I couldn't tell through um, foggy glasses and um, rain <laughs> that he was even on the field. So um, hopefully they're full back this week. 
it'd be nice to, even if it's not a full strength wide receiver core in Maryland, it would be nice to have two shutdown corners like that against a pretty good quarterback. So um, that's who I'm going to watch on special teams. I think there's really only one player to watch unless you want to watch James, James Evans. I don't know. Uh, and it's Charles Campbell the day before Halloween. Come on, man. We could use a few good kicks from Chucky. So um, what about the returners? The return specialists have done nothing this year. Well, without they're, Taylor, there's no real. True... You're telling me there isn't one guy who can get 15, 20 yards, make but something happen. They could, on a punt return. They're not even doing anything on, on kick know. returns. Yeah. Nothing. They're, they're just, just fair, fair catching. catching. Yep. And on punt returns, it would be Taylor back there. Yeah. Um, or Matthews, which they that was explosive in the first what two games. So, yeah. But since then, it's been non-existent. So it'd be nice to have uh, something like that on the road to help you stay in or take advantage of the game. You got to find points, especially if we're if we're going to continue to be like this on offense. You have got to find points somewhere. If Donovan McCauley is a starting quarterback, giving him a short field, giving him less times where he has to go the length of, you know, a full seventy-five yards, it's going to improve your odds. Yeah. Yep. Um. I apologize to the listeners. We do not have any Brando, so we have no Brando's Randos today. I did get a prediction from it, but we'll get there in just a second. Before that, we have producer Seth's podcast sack. Seth, what do you got in your sack there, bud? Dude, I am emptied out. You Uh-oh. got you got me as the as the fill-in guy here. Uh, my sack is empty. The only thing uh, I am thinking about changing my name from producer Seth to producer Seth, hmm. but okay. We're, we're flirting with that. Coming off a loss. <laughs> Coming off a loss. Um, I'll try to. I, I've got kind of one here. Oh boy! Would you take the rest of Talia Taga Tunga Vailoa? That's how you say it. Bam! That's it. I listened to enough. It's Tunga Vailoa. That's what it is. Vailoa. It's by Tunga Vailoa. Where's the N come from? I don't know, but there is an N in it. I promise you. Um. So would you take the rest of his career or Donovan McCauley? So you have. All right. So this Talia is easy. Now, this is easy. Donovan so Talia has what? One more year left Two, if he takes advantage yeah. of whatever waivers. Let's give him two Don- more years. This year, Don- the rest of this year in two more years. So Donovan has three and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Talia's. <clears throat> I, I, I'm going to say negative things about kid Uh-oh. athletes here. Uh, Talia is never playing another football game after he graduates from Maryland. Yeah. Uh, Donovan true. McCauley is a sky's the limit prospect gun mobile legs. If anybody could potentially develop into a fringe NFL prospect, it would be him. So sheerly based off of, projecting potential and longevity it's got to be donovan mccauley yeah you know what's funny is i didn't really notice how big he was until i saw him last week and he's a monster like he's really big yeah that's six five 200 pounds and i don't think he's 200 pounds anymore i think that's he needs to he needs to be at 225 like that should be his playing weight yeah he'll get there i don't see that being a problem so um Cool. Well, that's the only question I can come up with. I mean, outside of 
Yeah, that's it. So okay, is there? How I got one real quick. Yeah. Is there a, another team that deserves? Sorry, belongs less in the Big Ten than Maryland. I know they're mm. trying to get the DC footprint. Maybe Nebraska, I mean, just because. What does Nebraska? Okay, right? that's that's a New York cash grab. Well, but like, what does Nebraska pull in? Nebraska pulls in. I hate to use this because everybody thinks I hate IU basketball and I don't, but Nebraska pulls in the IU basketball equivalent of a football fan base. A 20 year irrelevant team that has history to harken back to. Yes. And they're red and they're white. Well, the difference is IU IU basketball has at least been relevant in the last. Oh yeah, for sure. However many years, five years. So well, more than well, five. I was just like, saying, twenty years they've been relevant multiple times. Multiple for, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, they have not been since Lawrence Phillips. I don't what think. about right or Couch? Yeah. I guess they've had Couch, one of Heisman, but they were never national champ. They weren't haven't been won a national once championship Mi- once Miami once Miami happened and yeah. Miami broke this new breed of athlete football player. Yeah, it destroyed anything that nebraska could ever replicate yeah and now look at miami so well yeah well <laughs> you, what is it you you live long enough to uh, whatever whatever you got either there. die a hero or you live long enough to become so, a yeah to answer your question um i don't know what maryland polls i guess you i don't know it's not a hotbed for recruiting baltimore is not a hotbed for recruiting or dc for football yeah, for basketball it is. For basketball yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah, just so. an interesting thought. Yeah, all right. Um, let's get to predictions. You're up. Oh. You're first. Or I can do Boy. Brandon's first. Let me do Brandon's yeah, first. Yeah, do Brandon's. All right, this is... <laughs> I'll just read what he said first. <laughs> <laughs> Still no touchdowns from IU. Chucks, this is word for word, Chucks hits 250-plus bombs. Maryland 10. IU 12. So he's got the W on the road. So I thought about changing mine after I saw his uh, because it's oddly eerily similar. Oh, no. Okay. IU, IU 15, Maryland 13. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, a sl- Chuck? like a slow pitch softball game score. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you're, you're saying five bangers from Chuck there? I have no idea how it comes. Oh, just as, as long as it's 15 points. Okay. Yep. I have a little bit more faith in either our offense or our defense at somebody else scoring at least a touchdown or two. Um, let me break it. I'm just putting in the predictions here real quick. I just got to get this official before I forget it. Um, okay. So what I've got is this is, the, this is a must win, like as must win as must wins get. And it seems like, we will be without our top two quarterbacks and relying on a freshman and a walk-on from Noblesville to win on the road in the Big Ten. We've already hit on this. But if there's a team in the East to trot out those two against, it might be Maryland or Rutgers, who's coming up. So expect a lot of run from, I expect at least, a lot of running from Carr and McCauley, which will be nice. We haven't seen a lot of that read option in two games. We've seen it. Last week was effective in the first quarter on that first drive. Outside of that, you know, I think Ohio State just expected it from there on out. When I expect the defense to step up, huge, speaking of last week. So they have got, I mean, Micah McFadden has just got to be just seething since that game last week. 
So I'm going to throw my heart back on the busted bandwagon. Give me IU 24, Maryland 17. I don't know how we're getting to 24. How many field goals is that? That's eight field goals. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, somehow we're going to get to 24. It might be a record for most field goals by uh, a kicker in a Big Ten game. So I'm going to have to dig deep for some new Chucky memes if that's the case. Yeah, real deep. Um, so either way, Seth should be back on live tweets this week. Sure. Um, yeah, if you're traveling out to Maryland or watching the game at home, like most of us will be, make sure to keep your eyes on the feed. Uh, no final statements from me. And you got anything to say there? No, no, we pretty much said it. So be sure to check out the pod on social media, Facebook and Twitter. It's facebook.com backslash podcast LEO and on Twitter at podcast LEO. Be sure to download, follow, rate, review, tell all of your friends about everything. We are now on Google podcast, which I did not know was a thing until somebody asked me if we were on it. Uh, and we are now. So listen worldwide, baby. So, yeah. Uh, and we will talk to you after the game on, well, the game's on Saturday, but we'll talk to you on Monday morning. Let's go IU. Come on. Love you guys. Elio. Elio. You said it. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day and Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.